In true form with Joe Biden's administration, they attempted to dodge their biggest foreign policy blunder, which is a disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, by coming to a misleading conclusion as to why it happened. Of course, the misleading narrative is they blamed it on former President Donald Trump. We'll discuss the Biden administration's misinformation campaign, which attempts to rewrite history and place blame on his predecessor so they can change the narrative for the 2024 election. This is AC with The War on Report, and we'll discuss this after a word from our sponsor. All right, here we go. The U.S. government has released a review of the chaotic 2021 troop withdrawal from Afghanistan, which largely lays the blame on Donald Trump, saying President Joe Biden was severely constrained by the decisions of his predecessor. The White House on Thursday publicly released a 12-page summary of the results of the U.S. policies around the ending of the nation's longest war, taking little responsibility for its own actions. The administration said most of the after-action reviews, which were transmitted privately to Congress, were highly classified and would not be released. President Biden's choices for how to execute a withdrawal from Afghanistan were severely constrained by conditions created by his predecessor, the White House summary states, noting that the Biden, uh, when Biden entered office, the Taliban was the, sec the strongest military position that they had been since 2001, controlling or contesting nearly half the country. John Kirby, the National Security Council spokesman, said that Biden inherited a depleted operation in Afghanistan from Trump that crippled the U.S. response. Transitions matter. That's the first lesson learned here, and that the incoming administration wasn't afforded much of one, Kirby told the reporters. Biden was left with a stark choice, withdraw all U.S. forces or resume fighting with the Taliban. Clearly, we didn't get it right, Kirby said, but he sidestepped questions about whether Biden has any regrets for his decisions and actions leading up to the withdrawal. The report points to deliberate degradation by the Trump administration, an accusation that Kirby said refers to the drawdown of U.S. troops during Trump's time in office, the release of thousands of Taliban prisoners, the negotiation of the 2020 Doha Agreement, a deal between the U.S. and the Taliban which did not include the Kabul government, and the virtual freezing of the Afghan visa program. The Taliban overran Afghanistan in August 2021 as the former Western-backed government in Kabul collapsed with surprising speed and the last U.S. troops withdrew. Under Trump, the U.S. made a deal that the Islamist Taliban to withdraw all American forces. America is on a stronger strategic footing, more capable to support Ukraine and to meet our security commitments around the world, as well as the competition with China because it is not fighting a ground war in Afghanistan, Kirby said. The report does fault overly optimistic intelligence community assessments about Afghanistan's army willingness to fight and says Biden followed military commander's recommendations for the pacing of the drawdown with the U.S. forces. The report, which was led by National Security Council, says as a result of, of Afghanistan experience, U.S. policy has been adjusted to speed up evacuations when safety conditions are deteriorating. The White House asserts that mistakes of Afghanistan informed its handling of Ukraine, where the Biden administration has been credited for supporting Kyiv's defense against Russia's invasion. The White House says it simulated worst case scenario before the February 2022 invasion and moved to release intelligence about Moscow's intentions months beforehand. We now prioritize earlier evacuations when forced with a degrading security situation, the White House said. Republicans in Congress have sharply criticized the Afghanistan withdrawal focusing on the deaths of 13 service members in a suicide bombing in Kabul's airport. 
which also killed more than 100 Afghans. Kirby credited U.S. forces for their actions in running the largest airborne evacuation of non-combatants in history during the chaos of Kabul's fall. They ended our nation's longest war, he told reporters. That was never going to be an easy thing to do. And as the president himself has said, it was never going to be low grade or risk or low cost. The Warren Report says this is all misinformation by Joe Biden's Pentagon, Joe Biden's NSA, and his National Security Council. They're completely trying to rewrite the narrative here because of this massive blunder that cost U.S. soldiers' lives. In a sign of the administration's priorities, the name Trump is mentioned 14 times while countable appears just once. And even then, isn't even reference to the U.S. taking responsibility for anything. President Biden made the decision to withdraw and even picked the exact date. He is responsible for the massive failures in planning and execution. Any leader that correctly does their job with risk management plans to avoid that risk and executes the plan as risk-free as possible. This is simple risk management and the Biden administration apparently does not understand that. If any of us take over a new job as a manager with a company and a year and a half into that job has a historical blunder like Joe Biden did with Afghanistan's withdrawal, we would be held accountable, not our predecessors. We would be the ones getting fired. Joe Biden had plenty of time to assess the situation and was warned multiple times by the intelligence community before it, since taking office in 2020 that they were not prepared for withdrawal. The people that he put into place stamped whatever he said. The intelligence community said that this was going to happen. With Joe Biden, he takes actions without considering or planning for risk and then passes the buck to cover his butt. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement and finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.